welcome to Totalus Rankium. This week, Balbinus. Hello, and welcome to Roman Emperor's Totalus Rankium. I'm Jamie. And I'm Rob, ranking all the emperors from Augustus to Augustus, episode 31. Wow. Balbinus. Ah. That well-known guy we've been talking about for so much in the last few episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I've not mentioned him at all. No. No. Because there are no pennies dropping here. No, there are no pennies dropping. I haven't thrown any pennies at you, so none should drop. Not for a few years, anyway. No, not since the uh, the court order came through. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, let's have a recap of the Year of the Six Emperors, because we're still in it. Yeah, we're yes, still we in are. 238, um, Year of the Six Emperors. This is the fourth or fifth? Fourth. We've had Thrax, Gordian, Gordian. 1, Gordian 2. So this is Balbinus. Who's the fourth? Fourth of the sixth. Yes. Six. We have the fifth one today as well. Double episode again today. Okay. Which you'll find out why later. And then we have the final one next week. Okay, so let's do a quick recap okay. of the year of six emperors, just in case people have lost the thread slightly. Thrax killed Alexander and took over the empire. Yes, Big Thrax. Big Thrax. Max Thrax. Max Thrax. He spent the next couple of years up north fighting the barbarians, yep. if you remember, and then he had to pay the army even more than <laughs> usual, crippling the um, economy. Mm. Yeah. But he kept trying to steal money, didn't he, from yes. rich people? He sent a network of tax collectors throughout the empire, and they started charging anyone with money or anything that looked like money. So, like, chocolate coins, oh. bits of tinsel, anything that sh shone, shined... They sent basically magpies. Yeah. And, yeah, so... Go, my pretty. <laughs> Go, and they all flew off. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so he charged people with treason yep. or anything he could think of and claim all their money. Meanwhile, in Rome, things were getting a little bit tense because you yeah. couldn't walk down the street without someone in the employ of the emperor mugging you, essentially. The Praetorians were behind the Emperor, but the Senate and everyone else in the city hated him. They didn't like him at all, They didn't did like they? him, and they yeah. hated his tax collectors. The first major revolt happened in Africa, though, not Rome. No. Where a group of young aristocrats killed the tax collector and declared that the African governor and his son were now the Emperor. That's Gordian 1 and Gordian 2. That is two. Gordian 1 and Gordian 2, to which they went, <laughs> please no, don't make <laughs> us do this, please, and then a sword got run through them. Yeah. Actually, no, it was probably not a sword. Who knows how Gordian 2 died? Many I, horrible things. I think something to do with concubines. He was in battle, though, remember? I mean, I think he took them with him. Oh, right. He okay. was the only stress relief. Yeah, I suppose so. Anyway, they died, yeah. regardless. <laughs> the Senate declared for the Gordians, Yay. but then realised that they were dead. Uh. <laughs> and they'd already said that Thrax was an enemy of the state. So that's any Roman's duty to kill him on sight. Yes. If you can. <laughs> yeah, see that man mountain over there? <laughs> well, you, it's now your duty to kill him. Yeah. Oh. If you don't, we'll have to kill you. I'd rather <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. So by the time both the Gordians had been killed, Thrax was still alive and, and I guess now the unofficial emperor. Yes. In a way. So the Gordians are dead. Yeah. Thrax is the only person alive who has been the emperor. Yeah. But the Senate have declared him an enemy of the state. So there is no emperor apart from Thrax, but the Senate have said he's not the emperor. Damn. So there's a problem. Yeah. So let's find out what happens. Ooh. Obviously, it's to do with Balbinus, because that's the title of today's episode. Yeah. So let's look at his life slightly. He was born as Decimus 
Calius, Calvinus, Balbinus. What of uses is that? That's a lot of uses, isn't it? <laughs> Decimus, Calius, Calvinus, Balbinus. Pius. I missed out Pius. Oh. Even more uses. Fantastic. Yeah. That's cruel parenting, isn't it? <laughs> I like it, though. It's good. Yeah. Say it ten times fast. Decimus, Calius, Calvinus, Balbinus, Pius. Can I have a go? Go on, then. Uh, Decimus Callius Calvinus Balbinus Pius. Uh, I'll edit that in ten times so it sounds like we did it ten times fast. Nice. And we're just brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Play along at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're on the bus, start saying it. <laughs> Shout it as loud as you can. Yeah. Right, so that was his name. We're just going to call him Balbinus. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was born possibly in 178. That is the start of Commodus's rule. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. There's a chance that he was a descendant of a cousin of Trajan. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. His next-door neighbour's cat was a cousin of Trajan's auntie's nephew's Someone dog. who walked down the street that happened to once contain Trajan. Yeah. Yeah. 300 years prior. Yeah, so that's his claim to fame. Congratulations. Yeah. Right, he was born into a patrician family. Ooh. I've not used that word for a while. No, my only knowledge of that word is from Terry Pratchett. Oh, right. Well, I did actually mention it in the early episodes. Um, but well, I didn't listen. Yeah, you weren't listening. It's never mind. Um, to begin with, especially in the Republic, you had the patricians and the plebs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More and more, especially when in the times we're in, it's more important whether you're senatorial or equestrian. Right. Or the dregs. Right. The patricians are the families that were there at the founding of Rome. Okay. So they're the oldest families. The old money. Yeah, they're still around, but it's just not as important anymore, so it's right. not really been mentioned. But Balbinus is from a patrician family. Ooh. So it's it's doesn't carry as much weight as it used to, but uh, it's still got certain perks. It's as a feather in his hat. Yeah, and I'll go into a certain perk he had in a moment. Yeah, yeah and it's also a, a marked contrast to Thrax, who was a present. A present? He was a peasant, not yeah. a present. Yeah, so you've got the um, peasant emperor up north, yeah. and then you've got Balbinus the patrician. Mm. Not that he's emperor yet, he's still a child. We don't know for certain, but it would seem he spent part of his youth in Cappadocia because his father was there as a legate, so okay. he probably went along with him. And at some point, he became one of the Salii priests of Mars. Oh. Now, this is one of the perks of being in a patrician family. If you're in the patrician family, you get certain honours, like being a priest of certain religions. Nice. The Salii priests, also known as the jumping or leaping priests, yeah, yeah were priests of Mars. They would form an important ceremony, worshipping Mars twice a year. We don't really know the details, unfortunately, but some claim that it was for opening and closing of the war season. Right. And some claim <laughs> that it's more linked to the changing of the years, like it's a new year thing, or changing of the seasons. We don't really know. Do you have a season for war? Oh, they did in ancient so, times. Oh, it's, a, yeah, it's time to fight, right? Get your fighting stuff out. Well, you can't fight in winter. It's Get a tinsel. Too, too dark. You're too busy hoarding your crops. That's it's true. cold. And I don't know mm. if it's harvest time, or you've got to get your crops in. And, but this is where Rome had an advantage because they actually had a professional standing army. Yeah. So it is true. more so in ancient Greek times that this yeah. was a huge problem. Okay. But there's a theory that this is still. There's a jumping priest. Yeah. Well, we don't really know why they're called jumping or leaping. Or I say we don't. I don't. I did look and I couldn't find it. So if anyone knows, let me know. Um, but they were put in charge of protecting the 12 sacred shields. 
these like really old wooden fallen apart things. No, they were very important shields. One of these shields was said to have fallen from the sky during the reign of King Numa. If you remember, he was the second yeah. king. Yeah. Yeah, so when he was ruling, he was out one day and yeah. then a shield was found next to him. Who threw this? <laughs> Jeff. Jeff, was that you? No, it's uh, it, it fell from the sky. Is he believing? Oh, he's believing me. He's he is. Oh, yeah, it must be from the gods, <laughs> sire. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it was a sacred shield. Apparently, it was going to keep Rome safe as long as the shield was kept safe. Yeah. So, 11 other shields were made, forgeries, on purpose. And then the original one was kept with them. So no one knew which one it was. Uh... Yeah. Clever. They were forged, these forgeries, by a man named Mamarius Vittorius. Okay. Yes. Now, let's flash back to Balbinus's time. Right. So there he was. He would have been a young boy dressed up in priestly robes. Yeah. Um, lots Red. of... Possibly. We're not really sure. We don't have much details. No. It would have been lots of dressing up, though. Yeah. Looking priestly. Use your, use your imagination. <laughs> I imagine they must have jumped. Yeah, lots of jumping, lots of dressing up. Uh, and they would have, at some point, beaten an old man who was dressed up as Vitorius. What? Yeah, with sticks. What? Why? We don't know. That's just mean. Yeah, he's the guy who made the forgeries. He kind of helped keep them safe, and yet for some reason they beat him up. Some people th- uh, theorise that this is something to do with celebrating scapegoats. Some people think that we've misunderstood and it's meant to be just a, like representing him yeah. hitting the anvil. Um, <laughs> like um, Guy Fawkes, don't really yeah, burn it, a poor yeah, person. It, it does it, remind yeah. me a lot of Guy Fawkes. If um, you're not from England, then Guy Fawkes is where we stuff old jeans full of hay. And a jumper. And a jumper full of hay. And a football for a head. And a football for a head. And then we put it on a bonfire and we burn it. And we all sit around eating sausages and say, isn't it great someone's burning alive? Yeah. And then children say, why are we doing this? And you say, because he tried to blow up Parliament. Oh, so we're celebrating someone trying to blow up Parliament. And you go, no, no, the other way round. <laughs> and then that's about it. Yeah, they made out of fireworks and... Yeah, fireworks yeah. night, let's off the fireworks. Gunpowder plot, Stuart times, yes. is essentially what we're celebrating there. King James the second first. Yes. The James, I think it's the first. It would have been the first. It would have been, yes, what I said, yeah, the first. Would have been the first. <laughs> it's James Charles, Charles James, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure it's James. James the first. James rings more of a bell. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, it's Charles. Charles the first. Charles the first. Yes, it's James. James the first. Char- what? I'll edit the right one in. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fine. James the first. Charles I... the first. James the second. <laughs> Charles the second. Edit the right name in. <laughs> Edward the sixth. <laughs> Henry the eighth. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth the second. Anyway. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so it does remind me of that. They had a ritual. Balbinus yeah. was involved in that. Right. Yeah. So that's oh. what he spent his youth doing, hitting old men with sticks for religious purposes. Right. Then he grew older and he got <laughs> married. As people do. Yeah. We don't know who he got married to. Okay. No. But he got married. And he practised his oratory skills. Not on, not on his wife. Maybe on his wife, but not in that way. Come on, keep your mind out of the gutter. Yeah, yeah he was supposed to be uh, a poet, a decent poet. He enjoyed writing, speaking. A nice, calm life. Yeah. Yes. That's nice. Yeah. He's got that from Gordian one. Yeah, yeah, Gordian. quite similar. Similar age as well, slightly younger though. It's likely that he ruled provinces until becoming the consul in 213 as a colleague to Caracalla. Hmm. <laughs> 
Yes. Suggests that Caracalla probably got on with him quite well. Didn't uh, it was it Gordian One? He got on with Caracalla as well. Yes, I believe. It was someone recently had a consulship mm. with Caracalla. I think it was Gordian One. Yeah, so it was obviously high up senators at the time. Yeah. Balbinus would have counted as one, as did Gordian. So Balbinus would have been enjoying his life as senator, uh, and then Caracalla would have died. Yes. And then Macrinus would have died. Oh. Yes. Shorter version of those episodes. <laughs> and then presumably he enjoyed his new powers when Alexander came in charge because all of a sudden the Senate were all powerful again. Yes. Yeah. So he would have been in the thick of the political action at that point, even though we've not mentioned him yet. Yeah. We don't know, but maybe he would have been some of those advisors who advised Alexander directly, yeah. maybe. maybe. Um, then Thrax killed Alexander. Yeah. Balbinus would have been horrified and a little bit nervous because his family were exactly the type of family that are being targeted by Thrax. Oh dear. He's a patrician, he's got lots of money. Balbinus presumably, so there's lots of possibly and presumably yeah. here, get used to that in the upcoming episodes, <laughs> figured out that it was only a matter of time before Thrax's agents descended upon him. So one day in early 238, Balbinus was 73 at this point. Oh, wow. Yeah. A letter arrived at the Senate House. A letter? A letter. Babylus would have been there hearing the important news just come from Africa. Yeah. Now, I read a quote from this letter last week, yes. if you remember. This, this one is... Gordia, uh, Jeff read. Yeah, this is the one we think Jeff read out. Yeah. So, Babylus would have been in the Senate House hearing that. The letter declared that none other than the well-beloved Gordian and his son were revolting against the tyranny of Thrax and have declared themselves emperor. Yay! It was all their decision, honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Balmanus would have been very relieved to hear this. Ooh. Yeah, the new emperor, Gordian, in his letter said that all those new taxes would stop under him. Brilliant. Music to Balmanus's ears. The Senate rallied around the Gordians. Made easier by the fact that the Praetorian Prefect at the time was assassinated by the agents of Gordian, do you remember last week? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right, judging on what happened next, we can infer that Balbinus was one of the leaders of the senators wanting to support the rebellion. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, we, we don't yeah, know. There's no way of knowing. <clears throat> but the fact that he ends up as the emperor, we can kind of assume he was yeah. in the thick of Well, let's this. say he did. Yeah. He definitely did. So he was very much one of the senators yeah. saying, yes, we should support the Gordians, we must get rid of Thrax. Come on, lads! Yes. Are you with me? Where, where are you? What? What? That reminds me of when we went paintballing. Oh, that was painful. That was painful. Which, which part? That was near when we started this podcast, wasn't it? It was, yes. I, we, yeah, we, we were all holed up in that house, and I knew we had to get out, otherwise we'd be surrounded. So I said, mm. we're just going to have to charge who's with me, and ran out the house, and yeah. no one followed me. Of course not. And I got shot. Of course, that's why I didn't follow you. <sighs> anyway, right. <laughs> <laughs> Still burns, doesn't it? It was such a dramatic moment, ruined by the fact yeah. no one followed me. So yeah. that probably happened to Balmanus. <laughs> with me silence but eventually they did agree so yeah, they're all fine. they're all sporting Gordian at this point however it was a short-lived thing the oh. Gordians were dead within three weeks oh, damn yes <laughs> damn and that's where we got to last week so yeah. then what happens the Senate hurriedly meet in the Temple of Concord oh plain yeah not sure why they didn't meet in the Senate house but they met in the Temple of Concord it's one of the few facts we do have of this period, so I'm going to put it in. Yeah. <laughs> That's where they met. Right. I'll put a map of the centre of Rome using the 3D map I'm creating so Yay. you can see where they met and nice. where they went next. Yeah. Right. Historia Augusta warning. Oh, dear. Yeah. 
that's all I need to say. Yeah. Right. The consul at the time started talking in the meeting, just talking about general matters of the state. Yeah. Yeah. So started with the minutes from last week. Yeah, go through that. Yeah. yeah Jeff, did you do item four? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh... Well, I forgot, forgot them. Well, look, we didn't have biscuits last week. We're not having biscuits this week. Look, Jeff, we... you've got one job. Yeah, we're down to the malted milks now. Oh, yeah. Not good. Then eventually one senator, we don't have his name, so we don't know who said this. Timothy. Timothy. Stood up and said, you are disturbed with petty things. <laughs> At which point Jeff just grumbles to himself. Oh, I like those biscuits. If it's, if it's so petty, why am I getting it in the air for forgetting the biscuits? Yeah, my multi yeah. milks are great. Yeah. You are disturbed with petty things. While the world blazed, we in the Senate House are busied with old women's cares. For what is the use of our discussing the restoration of temples, the embellishment of a basilica, the baths of Titus, or building the amphitheatre? That's the, the Colosseum. It'd been hit by lightning not long ago, remember? They had oh, to yeah. rebuild it. Yeah, they're still rebuilding it. Oh, wow. So, why talk about this when Maximinus, Thrax, whom you and I once declared a public enemy, someone said once, it was two weeks ago, <laughs> yeah. is upon us. The two Gordians, in whom was our defence, are slain, and there is now no help whereby we could be relieved. Come then, conscript fathers, appoint emperors. Why do you delay? Do not be overcome with fearing each for himself and showing terror instead of courage. And everyone looked at each other, looking slightly embarrassed. Oh, fine. Okay. They all want a biscuit. <laughs> Jeff. Shut up. A second senator speaks up. We have come across him before. Ah. Who? You enjoyed his name. Oh! Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Hang on. Jamie is furiously scanning his notes now. Something poopianus. 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 Poopianus Maximus. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> probably the best name I've ever. If I might, even, if I ever have a child. Yeah. That's their name. Poopianus Maximus. Yes. It's good. I mean, you can misread it, but if you do, it's just poopianus. <laughs> so that's no better. <laughs> We're sticking with poopianus. Poopy anus. <laughs> Sorry. Agreed with Timothy and said that the Senate should not appoint just one emperor, but two. Because that worked well last time. It worked so well last time. <laughs> of course. He was mid speech, so Poopy anus was mid flow. <laughs> Pardon the expression. When Sabinus. Another senator interrupted. Yeah. I'm well aware, conscript fathers, that in revolution we should be so well agreed that plans should not be sought but seized. Indeed, we should refrain from lengthy words and opinions when events press. Let's each look to his own neck. Let him think of his wife and his children, of his father's and his father's father's goods. All of these Maximinus threatens. In battle order, with camps pitched everywhere, he is coming towards the city, and you, with sitting and consulting, waste away the day. There is no need for a long speech, says the person, the still mid-fly. Yeah, second <laughs> scroll. Yeah. <laughs> Just ruffling through them. Oh, hang on, hang on. There is no need for a... Long speech. There we go. <clears throat> a long speech. We must make an emperor. Nay, we must make two. At that point, Poupianus goes, that's what I was just saying, and you interrupted me Cut to me say off. this. One to manage the affairs of state, and one to manage the affairs of war. One to stay at home, and one to go out and meet the bandits with an army. Or just have an emperor and a general. Well, it could do. Like dictator and the master of horse. See, I should have been there. Oh, you should have. I, then, nominate for emperor Poupianus 
and Balbinus, <laughs> of whom one is so great in war that he has concealed the lowness of his birth. At that point, Pupianus goes, excuse me. <laughs> I beg your pudding. <laughs> By the splendour of his valour. Oh, I'll let you off then. The <laughs> other... As he is illustrious of birth, he is so dear to the state by reasons both of his gentle character and his blameless life, which is from his earliest years he has passed in the study of letters. I can read well good. <laughs> in other words, Babinus can look after the city because yeah. he's clever. Pupianus can go and fight. Please tell me he's actually the next emperor. <laughs> We're doing two emperors today. Emperor Pupianus. <laughs> Please. We do not know how Babinus responded to this. <laughs> Maybe it was all pre-planned. Maybe no. it was a surprise. Either way, the Senate <laughs> all agree that Balbinus should be made the emperor, with Pupianus oh, as his colleague. Oh, yes. So, yes, the next episode is Pupianus. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is the best day ever. <laughs> this is like Christmas and my birthday and... I have had for about two months... Just had you in your introduction voice saying poopy yes. in my head. Do I get to say it? You will or get you to know say it something next else? episode. Oh no. He's yes. poopy anus. Yes. Oh, brilliant. It's, well, it's not me that says it, it's the sound oh, yeah. that we hire. Yeah. It's going to be attractive one. Yeah. Stands in the corner. Yeah. Speaks start of every episode. Yeah. Don't say something. Hello. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Right. So, the Senate make their way up the Capitoline Hill at this point. So they all stumble out of the Temple of Concord. Yeah. They make their way up the Capitoline Hill. They sacrifice a nearby goat. Oh, uh, Jeremy. Yeah, sorry, Jeremy's gone. And then they declare to the public what has been decided. Tumbleweed. Mm. Yeah. And not because no one's there. Should we have waited until the crowd turned up before declaring this? Probably. No, No, everyone is there and they're just staring. People loved Gordian 1. Yeah. He put on the crazy games. Fall of 21 days. Oh, no, yeah, when he's. Yeah, yes, yeah, Yeah. of course. Everyone was happy that he was in charge of the revolt. Now, it only was a couple of weeks ago Mm. for the general public that he was in charge of the, the revolt. So that's what they are expecting. All of a sudden, they're told that Balvinus and Pupianus were in charge. They're not the most well-loved in the general city. Mm. Yeah, Balvinus was part of the elite patrician class, which right. isn't hugely important as, as I discussed, but it doesn't really do anything to endear him to average Joe on the street. No. Balvinus had led a harmless, quiet life, but equally not really done anything to shine in front of the people. So it was more the case with Balvinus of who? Yeah. 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 Particularly didn't like Poopy Amos. Who does? <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> sorry, I will stop. <laughs> um, You're so yeah. chill. I'll, I'll go. I'll go into reasons in his episode why they weren't particularly happy. The crowd's mood became quite worrying oh. to the Senate. The soldiers who were in the crowd yeah. started to declare that another Gordian should be put in charge. Because the first two were brilliant. Were <laughs> <Yeah>. Stellar example. <laughs> it was amazing. We need another one of those. <laughs> That's what we need. The reason why the soldiers wanted another Gordian is they were promised a huge bonus from Gordian 1. Ah. They're now thinking, well, we're owed this money. Who's going to pay us that? Uh-huh. We need a relative of Gordian to be in charge so he can make good the deal. We need a rich politician to become powerful. Yes, but who's related to the Gordians. So that's their idea. So they start chanting that they want Gordian, a new Gordian. No, I don't want a third one. <laughs> the, 
the rest of the crowd yeah. catch on to this. They're not too happy with Luke Anderson and Balbinus, so they start chanting it as well. That's even just though, a crowd effect, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so they start chanting for a new Gordian. So, we don't want Poopy yet, Poopy Gordian. Yeah, go, we want Gordian! Yeah. <laughs> Who's Gordian? Shut up. Okay, Gordian! Is there another Gordian? I don't care. We want a Gordian. Gordian! The Senate attempt to leave, but it became very clear if they pushed this too far, the crowd would literally turn on them and kill them all. Oh, it's dear. got very tense at this point. As I quote, they kept shouting threats to kill both emperors, determined that the emperor be chosen from the family of Gordian, and that the title remain in that house and under that name. <sighs> so the Senate had a quick conference. One of those quick emergency yeah, meetings. Quick, turn around, quick. Whisper, whisper, whisper. Jeff sidles up. I got the biscuits. Not now, Jeff! <laughs> Put the digestives away. Oh, the chocolate. Okay, bring them back. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> right. They quickly start whispering, are there any more Gordians? I don't know. I don't know, do you know? Does anyone know any more Gordians? Two. Eventually, one of them remembers, didn't Gordian one have a grandson? I think he did. What was he called? Gordian, I think. Oh. Is he in Rome? I think so. How old is he? 13? Something like that? Oh, oh dear. That'll do. Go and get him. So he was sent for, and again, I'll quote, the two emperors ordered some of their men to bring the child to the capital. Finding the lad playing at home, they lifted him to their shoulders and brought him to the capital through the midst of the crowd, showing the boy to the people and telling them that he was the son of Gordian, and they called him Gordian, while the mob <laughs> cheered the boy and scattered leaves in his path. And the boy thinking, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I was happy playing Lego. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> all these people. Yeah. He was declared Caesar there and then. Ah, so he's now the, the heir. He is now the heir to the throne. The crowd go home happy-ish. They weren't too sure about these <laughs> emperors, but at least a Gordian was. Uh, fine, he'll do. Yeah, there's a Gordian there. He's coming up. That will do for now. So it mollifies the crowd. Who knows what little Gordian was thinking at this point. Bloody hell. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Praetorian side note. You may have noticed the odd absence of the Praetorians in that story. Yeah. We had the army, because there were some soldiers yeah. in Rome. We had the mob. Yeah. And yeah. we had the Senate. But where are the Praetorians? Where are the Praetorians? Exactly. We don't know. There's no record oh. <laughs> of what they were doing. However, if we think about it, their prefect was assassinated about two weeks ago. Uh, so maybe they're too busy. Busy internal conflicts deciding yeah. who the next prefect is going to be yeah so the prefects aren't really involved in this at all which might come back to bite the senators later oh dear yes balbinus and pupianus realizing that the situation in rome was a little bit tense then decide to put on a series of games that solves all problems. Yeah, yeah it does. Cheers people up. Let's people... slaughter some animals. <laughs> yes. People seem to have been really cheered by this, obviously putting out their minds the fact that Thrax was on his way with the best legions in the Empire, yeah. plotting to slaughter them all. Oh dear. Let's put on some... Let's... Races? Do yeah. some races? Some... Kill a few ostriches? Yeah, we've got to kill the ostriches. We can't just put on races. Yeah. It's not games if we're not shooting the heads of ostriches. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Slaughter a few lions. Yeah. So, there we go. Balbinus is now the emperor. Pupianus, eventually, after lots of games are done, sets off to fight Maximinus Thrax. Oh dear. Leaving Balbinus in charge of the city. So we'll catch up with Pupianus next episode. But for now, let's have a look at what Balbinus did in the city. Most of the Praetorians went with Pupianus. Yeah. Because they had to fight and they needed men. <laughs> yeah. But some 
Praetorians stayed in the city. Protection. Not many, mostly the older ones. Home front. Yeah. At that time, as was common throughout Roman history, crowds would gather at the door of the Senate House just to hear what was being said. Speak up! Yeah. There was no way of communicating apart from hammering up notices. So the best way yeah. to know what was going on was to listen outside the Senate House. So people would crowd outside the door. It wasn't the best way of doing things, no. but it was just what was done. Yeah. Very civilised, the Romans. You didn't go into the Senate House. No. You listened outside the Senate House. Yeah. But they didn't close the doors. Most of the time. Sometimes they did, but usually they kept the doors open. It wasn't roped off or anything. It was just an understanding. You do not go in the Senate House unless you're a senator. Okay. It was a very strict taboo. So strict that no one ever crossed it. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> I was going to say, there's only one reason you've been mentioning that. <laughs> right. Okay. One day, a group of Praetorians, on their day off... So they're not armed, they're in their civilian clothes. Go and listen, they want to know what's going on, as does everyone. It's crazy, there's already been three emperors this year. <laughs> yeah. No one knows what's going on. However, two of the men pushed right to the front, but didn't stop. And they went into the Senate House. You can't do that, they it's can't... a taboo. It's a taboo. They crossed the threshold. <gasps> According to Herodian, it was only so they could hear better. Or maybe just the sheer size of the crowd kind of pushed them in. Mm. We're not really sure. Right, it was also common at the time for senators to carry daggers under their robes. It was troubled times, after all. They needed to, to defend mm. themselves. Two senators, recognising the men as Praetorians, fearing the worst, stood up, rushed at the unarmed men, and stabbed them to death. Jeff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> What are you doing, Jeff? Who's a Praetorian? They're not armed! They haven't got armour on. Could have oh. killed us. He was staring daggers at me. No, he wasn't. <laughs> and you quite... dropped the biscuits, Jeff. Oh, oh. God. I'll, I'll pick them up. They're in the blood, Jeff. <laughs> oh. They're the good ones. Chocolate-covered hobnobs. No. Oh. I'll quote. Not about the hobnobs. <laughs> That'd be great if... <laughs> And lo, the hobnobs were bloody. <laughs> Heaved into a... <laughs> the Praetorians, who were struck down on this occasion, having no opportunity to defend themselves, because the attack was wholly unexpected, lay dead at the base of the Statue of Victory. So they were dead. The rest of the Praetorians, because it wasn't just the two of them, were there, but they were also unarmed. Oh dear. They looked around and realised that the crowd were in no way sympathetic to the Praetorians. It wasn't a case of, mm. oh, what just happened? I can't believe the Senate did that. It was more of a, excellent, the Senate just killed some Praetorians. <laughs> well, hey, go yeah. Jeff. <laughs> they, they, they didn't like the Praetorians. They'd been the instruments of Thrax. And before that, yeah. they, well, they'd been the Praetorians. They're the bullies. Yeah. <laughs> They're the bullies. People don't like them. Yeah. They rioted under Alexander not that long ago, remember? Mm. So that battle in the streets was still fresh in everyone's mind. Yeah. So the Praetorians legged it. They ran back to camp. Yeah. Away. The senator, the other, not Jeff, the other no, senator, yeah, yeah. who also stabbed them, delivered a quick speech. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it was more the opposite. It was more, let's get them, lads. And the Whoa. whole mob chased after the Praetorians. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. All the way to the camp. The gates, when they got there, were locked and guards were on the walls. So, you've now got an ever-growing mob outside the Praetorian yeah. camp. And they're being riled up and riled up, aren't they? Yes, they are. They can taste blood. The senator who did start all this 
started organising the mob. Gladiator schools were thrown open, tools from trades were handed out. Ooh, wow. This really was a case of let's get rid of these Praetorians once and for all. Wow. However, the Praetorians, with their walls and their actual weapon weapons, <laughs> were able to hold off the attack. By evening, with many wounded or dead, the mob started to thin out, and lots of people started yeah. going, oh, let's go home to bed, we'll try again in the morning. <laughs> so they all turned Stay around, there. and they slowly sauntered off home. Praetorians were having none of this, however. As soon as they noticed that people were starting to wander off, they opened the gates and charged. Oh. Yeah. Many died within hours, particularly the gladiators that were hoping to distinguish themselves and earn their freedom. After killing a large portion of the mob, the Praetorians then retreated behind the walls once more. So the Senate responded by appointing generals and attempted to organise the mob some more. Yeah. yeah. Standing rows this time. Yeah. It's more impressive. Stop just trying to run at the wall. You've got to have a plan once you get to the wall. Yeah, with a big stick. You can't, yeah. no, you can't jump out, no. Not going to work. Don't do that. <laughs> Put it down. Put the duck down. It's not going to help. It's not. It's not going to lift you up. Try as hard as you want. Don't care. Chickens don't fly. <laughs> that won't work either. Yeah, so that's what they were doing. Most of the men fighting age had gone with poopy anus. <laughs> Uh, but they scraped together what they could. So this was really the Senate militarising and Ooh. trying to take on the Praetorians. It's the first time we've seen this. Yeah, wow. Yeah. For the next few days, the city attacked the camp, but the camp held. There were strong walls. Yeah. But what of Balbinus? What's he been up to all this time? I yeah. hear you ask. The Emperor, at this time was trying his hardest to speak to both sides and get peace. <laughs> Please. But it was not working. <laughs> and I quote, But he failed in his efforts to persuade either side. So huge a mob thought it was disgraceful to be defied by a mere handful of men, and the Praetorians were enraged to be suffering these barbaric indignities at the hands of Romans. Yeah. Remember, the Praetorians are not Romans at this point. Yeah, that's They're from true. the Roman Empire, but they don't see themselves as Romans. They're from yeah. the provinces and they get drafted in. Right. Apparently, when addressing the people and asking for peace, the crowd booed Balbinus and threw things at him. Ooh. He was injured either by a stick or a stone. We don't know which. Both are reported. I really hope he said something along the lines of sticks and stones might break, <laughs> break my bones. But, uh, yeah. Names, <laughs> names will never hurt me. So he threw a, threw a brick at him <laughs> and a stick. We broke his leg. Yeah, we don't care whether names don't hurt you. We're going to throw the sticks and stones. Yeah. But then, then as people were starting to walk away, they call him, You're stupid. And that cut deep. That cut deeper than any stone ever would. It did. He Just went a home. single tear could be down his cheek. <laughs> so that's a self-doubt. It's him ravening with Balbinus right here. Yeah, it is. When he's at home, his leg being put into a cast, <laughs> all he can hear is that little whisper. Stupid. 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 Yeah. Poor Balbinus. <laughs> We never have peace. We don't want you. You're rubbish. Gordian One was better than you. Big no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor Balbinus. Right. So, the Senate, apart from Balbinus, who was too busy having his breakdown, um, <laughs> it's upon an idea. They would cut the water supply. Uh. This was slightly more difficult than turning off the taps, though, oh. <laughs> because the Praetorian camp was um, provided water via several streams, so they had to actually block off the streams. But they did it. They blocked off the streams, and then the Praetorians realised that this was it. They could not hold out much longer. Yeah. They had no water. So it was time for a desperate last stand. 
they open the gates and they charge. Yay. Despite being completely outnumbered, the Praetorians fought hard and because they were far more disciplined, managed to cause the mob to flee. Ah. Mob had a mob mentality. A couple of people ran, everyone ran. <laughs> the fighting then spread into the city proper, into the streets, into the houses. Most of the civilians hid up on roofs and flung tiles down, trying to kill the Praetorians, which was quite good. They were big, her. heavy tiles. Yeah, it was dangerous. The Praetorians didn't know the city very well. They knew the camp. They knew how to get to the palace and back. That was their <laughs> job. They knew how to walk around the walls, but they didn't really know the city. So they got tired of this game of cat and mouse. So what do you do? Do they like, just burn the city? They burn the city oh. down. That's what they do. Everyone's hiding on the roofs. Let's burn the buildings they're hiding on. Excellent. People were trapped on the roofs of burning buildings, and the Praetorians looted their homes. <sighs> whilst they burnt to death. We um we don't know how this fighting fizzled out. We can only assume Water? it did <laughs> Oh yeah, probably. Um <coughs> yeah, we can only assume the Praetorians went back to camp and yeah. the people had had enough so stopped fighting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because uh it doesn't seem to go anywhere after that, but yet again this is the city attacking the Praetorians, the Praetorians showing who's boss. Mm. But it was close this time. Ah. Whereas you do get the sense the Senate really had a chance there to yeah, take I on the Praetorians. But Praetorians held on, they're still there. Right, then, fortunately for Babinus, he gets some good news. Pupianus has defeated Thrax. Yay! Yay! <laughs> and easy. there's a present heading his way. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Got well. that face on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lovely present. It's a bit like the one that Brad Pitt gets at the end of uh, Seven. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Right, during a race at the Circus Maximus, the Emperor opens this new present in front of the people. Yes, you're right. It is the head of Thrax and his son. That's... Oh. Yeah. Oh. There was rejoicing and celebration for the rest of the day in Rome. People gathered in the forum, people passed around the heads on spikes. So they weren't like officially claimed, they were just literally just being passed around. <laughs> hey, look, 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 selfie. Yeah, people would walk behind people, tap them on the shoulder, and then put their head really <laughs> close. And they turn around and go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so easy to have a brilliant. Let me have a go, let me have a go. Yeah, yeah, they do that. It's great fun. <laughs> I think they're passing around like memorabilia, like little tiny mini heads on sticks as kind of a. Oh, probably, yeah. It's the games. Little models of Thrax where you could knock his head off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. That's, nice. That's what we need to do for merchandise. Nice. Oh, I like it. I don't know how we do. <laughs> Crowdfunding. Give yes. us cash. <laughs> Give us cash, and we will make Thrax we'll models that you can knock the heads off. Yeah. That is not a promise. <laughs> Give us cash. We'll drink beer and think about how we. <laughs> yes, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, uh, yeah. Eventually, the heads were burnt. Yeah. After four weeks of... <laughs> After four weeks of playing, find the head. It's a great <laughs> oh, game. Headball. Headball, yeah. All sorts of stuff you could play with that. Yeah, get ahead. Yeah, lots of puns that day. Yeah. Yeah. Hed hedonistic games they were playing. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, he's really headstrong. Yeah. Not anymore. Hey, I've got hey. it. Yeah, you see, it was this all day. Brilliant yeah. time in Rome. Mm. The Senate, for the first time in months, actually thought they might live to see the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. So they were very happy. This is a great day. Yeah. Well, let's head on over there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a day. I wish I was there. <laughs> Balbinus then set off with young Gordian to meet Pupianus on his way back to congratulate him. 
So he meets up with Pupianus and casually remarked that Pupianus was actually in Ravenna when Thrax had been killed. This irks Pupianus somewhat, who then very politely <laughs> asks how things had gone on in Rome. Yeah, so, so how was your week then? <laughs> Yeah, tensions rose between the two. It really was like that. Oh, Lord, dear. It's going to come very, pa- very passive aggressive, isn't it? Oh, very passive. Very aggressive. passive aggressive. The memos will be flying backwards and forwards between oh, yeah. the two of them before you know it. So tell me again, you're about your week. Yes. Sum it up in three words. Oh, there's a lot of blood on the pavement. How did that get there? Oh dear. I was thinking we need to do something about the infrastructure of Rome, but I see you've already made a lot of adjustments. <laughs> yeah. That entire suburban area over there is yeah. gone. <laughs> How'd that happen, Balbinus? <laughs> yeah, thinking of reducing the population somewhat, but you've, you've done that. Yeah. To which Balbinus just goes, well, oh, it was hard here. It's a good job you were there fighting hand to hand with... Oh, no. No, you weren't, <laughs> were you? <laughs> when I got back to Rome, Balbinus started to suspect that Pupianus was actually after sole rule. Ooh. So started spreading rumours about his colleague. Like, he's rubbish at tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, every time he tries to serve, he just the ball drops, he ends up throwing his racket at his opponent. <laughs> yeah. By mistake. Really malicious rumours like that. Yeah. Things become so bad between them that the palace was once again split in <sighs> half. Yes, we've gone back to Getter and Caracalla. Only this time, it's not two young idiots. It's two people in their 70s. Oh, oh dear. And <laughs> yes. they're really stubborn as well. Yeah, they? they are. Right, one day, when a huge set of games were on, Balbinus was in the palace. Suddenly, a messenger comes from Pupianus. Pupianus is claiming that a group of Praetorians were on the way to kill them and wanted Balbinus to send all his personal guard to him straight away so he could coordinate the defence. Mm. So there's Balbinus. And someone comes in and says, oh, Pupienus says you need to send all your guards over to him. Yeah. Uh, why, why do I need to do that? No. Oh, the Praetorians are on the way. We need all the guards in one place. Balbinus goes, no. <laughs> not going to happen. I want my guards. He realised it was just a ploy to get him on his own. The guards were not the Praetorians in the palace this time. They were the German troops that Pupienus had that were loyal to Pupianus. Ah. So Balbinus feared that as soon as they went over to Pupianus, Pupianus would then order them to kill Balbinus. So he just refused. He said, no, I'm keeping my guards. Fair enough. Shortly after that, a group of armed men burst into the room and grab him. He's dragged through the city and stabbed to death. Oh. <laughs> that happened so quick, I barely have time to register it. Yeah, that's probably what it felt like for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what the hell's going on? Yeah. Well, actually, no, um, sorry, I missed out the word tortured, so he was, um, oh. did last a little bit of time. Okay. Yes, yeah, so that's how he died. Oh, I watched a great, um, I sent you messages and I saw a great programme about Roman torture methods. <laughs> Cheerful. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was one where, but they basically tie them to a big wooden wheel on the outside, and this guy turning it around, but they have big spikes underneath, Ooh. and you can adjust the spikes, so they go past the console, scrapes the spikes to start with, just scrape them. Then you can load them a bit more and just scrape some more. But it gets a stomach first, so they basically get eviscerated. And it, yeah, they, they show you how it did with a big like a but foam model. Why? It's <laughs> Romans. No. They did the big foam model, and it kept around, and you just hear this like scrape. Like, oh. But sometimes they feel nice, they remove the spikes and put a big fire, like a coal pit underneath, and just put them quickly through or slowly through. 
depending on how well done you wanted the middle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ooh, do, you, do you want it blue? Do you want it rare? <laughs> how, do you, how do you want our emperor today? Nice. Yeah. Mm. Don't think they had time to do that to Balvinus. No. But they didn't do nice things to him, and he was killed. Right. That's his life. Yeah. Let's rate him. Oh no! We, oh, we, we don't rank. We rate them, don't we? Then we rank. We're gonna rank them afterwards. Yeah, we rank at the end. Just how's Ratium? <laughs> Should we change the name? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Fightius <laughs> Maximus. I'm gonna quote the Historia Augusta here before we do any rating. Brilliant. Before I speak of their acts, it seems best to tell of their character and birth. This is talking about Babinus and Pupionus. <laughs> Not in the way that Junius Cordus sought eagerly after everything. Cordius wrote so much as to include a great deal of detail, some of which was not even decent. <laughs> There's a lot of Cordus hating going on still in the Historia August. <laughs> so, so obviously these guys in the pub. Yeah. He obviously didn't paint for a round or something. No. <laughs> he had one drink left. Yeah. Well, should, right, let's do Pupianus uh, and Balbinus. What what do we know? Oh, should, should we include should we include what they want? No, Cordus does that and it's boring. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't paid the rat and he left before we paid. Yeah, the he's round. gone. I mean, what he does isn't even decent. So let's just do our own, let's do our own stuff. Yeah. We don't need Cordus. Yeah, and he he does real stuff as well. Yeah, he so. uses facts. Oh, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Cordus hating. I yeah. did enjoy how much... Whatever. But I think this does support the argument that it is a real document and not made up. Because why, if you're making something up, would you invent the hatred of someone <laughs> you're getting the sauce from? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Cordus. Anyway, let's rate him. Fighty, good. He seems to have done some stuff in the military. And I quote, At times he had commanded an army. He was less capable in military affairs, however, than in civil. <laughs> and we're not even sure, that, sure that's true. Oh, okay. That's all I've got for good. Oh. <laughs> he may have been in the army. Yeah. And even if he was, he wasn't that good at it. Yeah. Bad. He's got nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all, so... Well, even like, politically fighting, he wasn't. He couldn't get the two sides to see eye to eye. Well, so no, that's... you could talk about the battle in Rome. If he'd mm. chosen a side, you'd at least give him a point like we gave Gordian two for actually getting in the thick of it. But all he did is stood on the side and tried to get them to stop fighting. Which is good in a way, but... But not in this he didn't, It didn't succeed. Yeah, so it's not... Yeah, it's not even Zero. good success as Ultimus, is it? Yeah. He Zero. just failed. Zero for Fidius Maximus. Approvium Crasium. Okay, Approvium Crasium. Nothing, really. Oh, well, he had the ridiculous argument, though, I guess, didn't he? What argument? With with Pupianus. Yeah, he to be fair, was well-founded. He fell out with Pupianus. <laughs> yeah, he's he paranoid for that. a good reason. Yeah, he was slightly paranoid, but, uh, yeah, he was, he, was reason, he, he was paranoid for a reason, like you say. His good saying, and I'll quote, By his good, righteous and modest life, he won himself great love. And another quote, He was renowned for eloquence, and in poetry he ranked high amongst the poets of his time. He was fond of wine, of eating, and of love, elegant in dress, nor was anything lacking to make himself agreeable to the people. He just seemed like a chilled out, kind of nice guy, really. Yeah. I've, I've, for some reason, Austin Powers in my head. <laughs> just chilled out. Groovy, yeah. groovy. Yeah. Why are you guys fighting, man? Yeah, chill. Just chill out. Yeah, he's not crazy, is he? No, zero. Zero. Success, Ultimus. He stood up to face Maximinus Thrax against all the odds. 
But he didn't. But he did... If you're in charge yeah, and Thrax so. gets to the city, that is a dangerous place to be in. True. Yeah, it's in his name, I guess, yeah. Story Augusta says this. It says that a senator said this, in fact. So perhaps this was Jeff. You have restored Roman laws. You have restored justice that was abolished. Mercy that was non-existent. Life, morality, liberty, and the hope of heirs and successors. It is difficult even to enumerate these things, and much more to describe them with fit dignity of speech. How shall I tell or describe how you have restored us of our very lives after that accursed bandit, sending their executioners everywhere throughout the provinces? had sought them up to the point of openly confessing that he was enraged at our whole order. So they're very pleased that he got rid of Thrax. Yeah. But that speech is obviously made up by the Historia Augusta, mm. and he did nothing to actually get rid of Thrax. No, he was the pen pusher, wasn't he? Yeah. I will say this, though. There was never anyone braver than Pupianus or more kindly than Balbinus. That's another quote. Yeah. So he was kind... That doesn't make a successful empire. <sighs> okay, bad. He was unable to put down the unrest in the city. Yeah. He didn't really last long enough to do anything. Or did he? I will quote again. And now to the great joy of the Senate and the Roman people, Balbinus and Maximus... Maximus, as in Pupianus Maximus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Balbinus and Pupianus began governing the city, doing so with great moderation. They showed great respect for the Senate. They instituted excellent laws. They heard lawsuits with justice. They planned the military policy of the state with great wisdom. Is this just the Senate loving them because they're I think part so. of the Senate, though? That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, it's one of our own. Hey. Yeah, despite, despite the fact the Senate loved him, he really didn't do much. No, and I would argue he had a negative... There was a big negative thing that happened, the, the tension between the people and the Praetorian Guard. That wasn't his fault, though. Well, but he no, certainly but it didn't do anything what? to help. Yeah, exactly. And there was a negative consequence. He didn't help the situation. He just... It deteriorated. Yeah, he tried. Yes, yeah, so, but he failed. Yeah, and even if he picked a side, at least if he'd won that side, that would have been successful. But no, mm. he just wasn't successful. He picked the side of the peace, and that side failed. It wasn't more successful. Than, more than three, personally, probably less like two. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go for two, one. Even I'm down to one almost. You're already down to one. What did he do? What does he deserve points for? He they they do claim that he put some good laws in place. Okay, I'm, so... gi- I'm giving one. I'll give him one as well. That's all I can do. Two. It's not looking good. This might be our worst emperor so far. Image of He was equally tall of stature, equal to Pupianus. Remarkable for the excellence of his body, and excessive in his pleasures. (laughs) So you're drawing a pear (laughs) with a mouth and some eyes, and he's bald on top, and he's got a mid-sized beard. Yeah. Okay. Here's what he looks like. Oh, he's big. He's big. He's a big lad, isn't he? He is. I um, would say excellence of body, to be honest. No. <laughs> well, excellent in a very... Yeah. Uh, so he's quite large. He's got big double chin. He's had a good life. Beard, quite a small beard. Very crew cut kind of... Not crew cut. Very, very low cut hair. I'd call it a number three at the barber. Um, a bit of a scowl as well. Yeah. He's someone you could imagine... Working in your office. Yes. He's it not tells someone. really dirty jokes. <laughs> yes. Um, he's not someone who I would particularly want to follow as an he doesn't, emperor. No, he doesn't look like an emperor at all. He looks like a fat sad. <laughs> he's not even what I had in my mind 
when I pictured him. So mm. he's not even looking like the story. No. I imagine more of a hippie-like... Two. He doesn't look like an emperor at all. I'm not even giving him two. Really? I'm giving him one. I thought that'd be too low, but now you said it, yeah, one. You're giving him one I'm as well. I'm giving him one as well, yeah. So that is two. Put that for our spreadsheet. 0.5 for Imagofacious. Temple completed. Last round. He's so far got a score of 2.5. <laughs> Let's see if he can pull it out the bag here then, shall <laughs> we? <laughs> well, hang on, we're doing the Year of the Six Emperors. <laughs> oh dear. Go on, how long do you think? Can't be more than a month or two, can it? A little bit longer than that. Four months. A little bit less than that. Three months. 99 days, to oh. be precise. Oh, if only he made the 100 days. Yeah, you could just tell he was writing out his what I'm going to do in the first 100 days. <laughs> <laughs> he just got to the end. Yeah. just right. And die. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, I'm going to have these massive celebrations tomorrow. It's my 100th day, 100th day. It'll be fantastic. Yeah, yeah so um, decimalise that. Then, obviously, you've got... A quarter of a year, so 0 0.25, but put that through our spreadsheet. 0 0.03 for Tempo Completo. That's amazing. I didn't think we could go lower than Getter, but we have. Oh, we have, haven't we? It's odd, because you always think... Well, I say you always think. If you know your Roman history, you always think of the Gordians as being pathetic. Mm. But according to us, at 2.53, oh. that is our worst score yet... Balbinus, you are officially, according to score, our worst emperor. But maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Maybe we'll come up with something that shows yeah. that he's got it. Let's, let's discuss it. Do they have a certain Gene Caesar? No. So that's a no <laughs> for <laughs> Gene Caesar. I don't know. There is no point discussing, is no, there? there? I mean, isn't, well, I think. You can't even say he rose from the bottom because he was already a patrician. He did, his looks didn't carry him through. <laughs> no. He, he wasn't charmingly handsome. He had no success. He didn't fight. He didn't... He couldn't sort out petty arguments. And he stayed home and wrote poetry. You don't get a crazy score when you do no. that. No. 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 It's a no. Sorry, Balbinus. You are pathetic. Yeah, no offence. May he forever rest in peace. <laughs> or pieces, as, the, yeah. as it may be. But... I'm not sure he deserved to be tortured and killed. And no, that's that's just a bit... That's beyond the pale, I it would is. say. Especially when he was 73 at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's a bit of a shame, but... I'm not giving him a sympathy point Oh, that. no, he doesn't deserve points, no. but... Oh. Right, OK, well, that's episode one of two this week. We're now going to do his colleague... Poopy anus. Poopy anus. I yes, can't wait to, for the guy to say that. <laughs> he's Oh, he's looking forward to it. Look at his smile in the corner there. Oh, his big manly jaw. Yeah. I can't believe we just both looked into that corner. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> he is downstairs. Because, yes, obviously. Right? <laughs> um, yes. So, uh, before we say goodbye, um, let's do a couple of thank yous. Yeah. We'll spread them across the episodes today. I want to say thank you to Quentin Webber who contacted us via Facebook. He is from New Zealand, and as some of our listeners might know, there has been something filmed in New Zealand recently. Yes. Yes, it is the... Lord of the Rings. Yes, and then The Hobbit. And then nothing ever else ever happened in New Zealand. Yep. Uh, no, it's on Netflix at the moment. 
It is oh, what's it called again? Roman Emperor Reign of Blood. Reign of yeah. Reign that of Blood. Sounds like a Slayer album. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It follows the reign of Commodus. Quentin Webber wrote in to let us know about it, which a few of you did. Thank you. But he knows one of the extras in it. That's quite cool. That is brilliant. He's um, one of the extras who walked in apparently the tent and told Marcus Aurelius some important news. So we have figured that he... The latrines are backed up again, Emperor. <laughs> yeah, we, we figured that um, his his friend played Jeff, so look out for him if you're watching it. We are going to do an After Dark review of Reign of Blood, if that's what it's called, because I've watched it, but Jamie's not. I, I don't but know, you don't, I don't have, have Netflix, Netflix no. so we're going to have to figure out how you watch it. Or I'll just review it and you can ask me about it. Maybe we'll do that next week. Um, yeah. Yeah, so thank you to, to Quentin for letting us know that. I would like to thank uh, Car... Car oh, I'm going to say your name wrong. <laughs> Carmine Aquilino. They have a group on Facebook called the Roman Republic, which is going to look at um, Rome as a, I'm guessing, a republic, which is before emperor time. So if you want to find out some stuff, I'm sure lots of clever people will join that and talk about stuff. Please join it and listen. I mean, it's not read. as interesting as the imperial history of Rome, obviously, but uh, it's kind oh, no. of interesting, I suppose. No, it is yeah. actually. It's just as interesting. It's just harder to rank things in it. Yeah. Which is a shame. We, we could have just rate them and be a Totalus Ratium, which is just. We could have done Marius and Sulla and the Gracchi brothers and Caesar and Pompey and all these big names, but. Caesar? Who's he? Oh, I don't know. Something to do with hair. Yeah, so. Go and check that out, and please keep sending your message in. Thank you to all of you who have reviewed us on iTunes. Please keep doing it. It really helps our ratings, and people will find out about us. It makes us smile, so thank you. Yes, and we'll do more thank yous next episode. So tune in for them. <laughs> yeah. Keep listening for Poopy Anus. Oh. Goodbye. Bye. Hello, brother. How are you? Fantastic. I must say, congratulations. You've saved Rome. You've saved us. You I, are a hero. I did. I beat Thrax single-handedly. They will be shouting poopy anus in the streets. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> and you, brother, you, brother, brought peace to Rome. Yes, yes, I did. It was hard work, I won't lie, but peace is now in Rome. Yes, uh, Because half of it's burnt down. Well... I do understand your concerns. After all, all those soldiers are coming back and need a place to live. There are lots oh. of them. Well, of course. Because we... none of them died in the battle you didn't have against Thrax. We had a battle. At least I saved Rome. You killed half the inhabitants. You beast! It was the archers from Parthia who saved Rome by killing Thrax. You just sat on your poopy anus in Ravenna. Don't use my name against me. Stop pulling my beard. You've got a stupid name. I hate your face. Your face is stupid. Your mother's stupid. Your mud's got an unusually large nose. I hate your tail. Balbinus! Balbinus. Bulbus. <laughs> Bulbus Balbinus. <laughs> that was his nickname at school. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> let's find out why. Okay, let's do this.